This is The Unapologetic Coach, the podcast that teaches you how to step into next level leadership. I'm Angelina Bradley, and I've made it my mission to prove you can have it all, and I'm living proof. I've built a six-figure business with a baby in one hand and an iPhone in the other, building the life of my freaking dreams. Now I'm showing you how to do it too. All right, guys, I am here with Ava Ash. She is an Instagram strategist and business and marketing coach who takes the guesswork out of marketing your coaching on Instagram. She's here today to help you confidently know how to show up and sign your first or next perfect fit high ticket client online. So let me just give you a little snippet about Ava and then we are gonna dive right in. So Ava started her career in outside sales and for anyone who has ever done outside sales, like me, um, you know that that shit takes grit, it takes resilience, and it takes being able to hear a whole lot of no's. Something that you're going to hear um, and see a lot of while you are growing and scaling your online business. So she knows her shit, okay? So she started uh, at right after that, she started her business helping women market and grow their businesses as a social media manager, as well as a website website designer. Um, so she's it's really led her to where she is today, which is serving clients as an Instagram strategist and manager. So I've really brought her on today. We've got a very similar vibe, a very similar coaching method. So I know that she's just going to give you tons and tons and tons of insight today. And we're really going to dive into the specific topic of how to sell your coaching online. So Ava, thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much for having me. This is literally my favorite topic. I am, I could probably go on about this for days and days and days, but we'll keep it brief. We'll keep it value packed. So you can walk away from this session, from this episode by feeling like you have a few more tools in your toolkit when it comes to selling your offers on Instagram and online, really. Yes, I love it. I think this is probably one of the hardest things for my audience to really master. Right. Um, so even if my coaches have been in the online space for one to two years, I think that selling really is like one of the biggest, um, the the biggest like struggle pain points, right? Mm -hmm. For coaches is because we don't want to sell in salesy. We don't want to sell in icky. We don't want to be begging, begging people to like join our services. So we're going to really be diving in with Ava on, on how to show up confidently and do it in a way where we're attracting clients, right? Yes, exactly. And I so agree with you. Like it is a huge skill. And I think there's a lot of pressure when you start out your coaching business that you need to be perfect and succeeding in everything all at once. And really sales and marketing are really, really important skills as a business owner, but they also take a lot of time. And I think just acknowledging that when you start out will give you, you know, a leg up because you're going to give yourself a lot more grace and take away some of the pressure. And that will just help with how you show up in the first place. So just remembering 
these are skills like we have taken so much time, you know, years and years of doing this to be able to master it. And that's what we're here to help you do. But just reminding yourself, like it does take time and practice. So give yourself grace always. I love that you said that, like, don't compare your day one to somebody's day. Exactly. 600. Totally. Exactly. Exactly. And like, you're going to get good at this. If you're putting in the time and effort, like you're going to blow yourself away with how good you can become and how masterful and easy sales can really become. All right. So the first thing, um, before you can really even start to sell your coaching on Instagram is being able to market yourself, right? So this is something that you consider yourself an expert in. So what are the most effective strategies for creating a strong personal brand on Instagram. And then second part of that question is really going to be, how does that then tie into successfully selling your coaching services? Yeah. So the first thing, I mean, and maybe you've heard this before, but the most important thing is really getting clear on how you help your ideal client. You know, like that clarity in your messaging is going to be the most really the helpful, most helpful tool you have when you're showing up is if you can communicate effectively what you do, that will save you so much time. And again, this is something that you do need to practice, but start with getting some clarity around who you want to help, how you help them, and really why are you that person to help? Like what makes you different? What is your special sauce? What is your, you know, unique value proposition we call, or really just what makes you, you like, why should they choose you over all of the other fitness coaches that are out there? Like who the fuck are you? And, you know, something else I want to add to this is it's important to, you know, get clarity in that messaging. And it's also important to be consistent with that messaging. But secondly, I love that you call yourself like the unapologetic coach, because that's really a super important part of being a standout personal brand is being yourself unapologetically. Like that is what's going to make people magnetize to you. Like if you do those two things and those two things alone, like have a clear message that you consistently talk about and show up as you and share your values, share your why, share your story. It allows people to build that, you know, the the three pillars of marketing, the know, like, and trust. If you have those things, people are going to feel comfortable working with you and not only comfortable, they're going to be excited. They're going to be like, oh my gosh, I got to work with her. She's the best. Yes, absolutely. I'm all about being unapologetic online. And like, again, that, that, I didn't show up that way from the very beginning. No. Right? Yeah. No. <laughs> I was not unapologetic from the no. very beginning. I Me was either. absolutely scared, shitless, out of Me my too. mind, so worried about what people would think and what they would say. And what if I said the wrong thing? And especially, I think, like, so uh, uh, my audience is specifically health and fitness coaches. Right. So they're very science based, right? So they don't want to come on Instagram and say the wrong thing. They're, right right? They're like scared of like, okay, I got to have like all of my research done and, and have the backing. So I'm not saying anything wrong or spitting out the wrong information. Um, but it's like, we can't let that hold us back from me. No, yeah, exactly. Like, I totally agree with you. I think the sooner that you can remind yourself that there's no such thing as perfect and just getting yourself out there the the easier it will become. And honestly, people are drawn to you when you are being a little bit different, when you are saying something a little bit different. And like, 
you know, these are things that are coming from what you truly believe and also your expertise. Like if you're been in health and fitness for a while, like there's probably so many things that you can add to the conversation, but when you're holding back or you're too worried about, you know, being perfect or being, um, you know, fitting into a certain mold or whatever, it's not going to translate as well as if you just truly let your voice shine through and really, you know, communicated what you care about and what you know is going to most help your people, you know, succeed in their, in their lives. Right. Uh, you mentioned secret sauce, which I love. Yes. Yeah. Um, how do you help your clients find that secret sauce? Cause I think most coaches would tell you is like, I don't have anything special about me. Yes. I'm not, I don't know how to stand out. So like, how do you help mold that, like support them in finding that secret sauce? Yeah, that's such a good question. And like, usually it's a lot of questions that I ask them, but it really comes down to like, okay, like what got you here? Um, you know, what do you love in your life? Like, what could you talk about like for hours and hours and hours? Um, what makes you excited? What have you studied? Like, what are past jobs that you've had? Um, what are experiences that you've had that are different or shaped your life? And like, usually when we start doing this, we create like volumes of stuff. And then it's kind of like paring it down to like the key things that you really want to be known for. So like a really good question to ask yourself as you're formulating this is what do I want to be known for? That can help. So good, right? Yeah. That's uh, one of the things I take my clients, I don't want to jump too off topic, but the, one of the first things I take my clients through is self-mastery. And that's yeah. one of the first questions is, what do you want to be known for? What are you revolutionizing? What is your big mission? And when we can get clear on that, then we can start to show up more confidently and unapologetically online. Yeah, exactly. It's, and it's also like, I was literally having a conversation with a client today and she was saying like, I, I feel different in my life because of these things. Like you said, like I feel more confidently just speaking to my truth in other situations. So like, that's a beautiful thing about it. Like we think that we're doing marketing and, but as personal brands, like you said, it truly is self-mastery. So it's about embodying that person that you want to become and then like communicating it to, to an audience really. So it's a really like it can be quite life-changing to do this work so mm -hmm. it's pretty incredible I totally agree I totally find it life-changing it's like it's not just about the selling and the marketing and building the business but it's like who are you becoming to yes. then go out and and make your impact and to and to change other people's lives it's like you have to continuously evolve yourself Exactly. I totally agree with you. It's all an evolution. I say like, there's two things I say constantly. It's all a progression and you're all, you're an evolution. Like, just like you are always growing. Your brand is always growing. Like it's all this beautiful evolution, but yeah. Beautiful evolution. Absolutely. So can you share some tips for in, uh, in creating engaging content on Instagram that actually speaks to your target audience? Yes, absolutely. So there's something that um, <laughs> a business colleague and Bessie of mine and I have coined called coach speak. And like, maybe you've heard this before, but a really big, important thing in your, in your content, a way to really connect with your ideal client is for them to be able to read your content and resonate with it, to put themselves inside of it. And it's a really common thing in the coaching space to be really vague and to talk a lot about concepts. So we call this coach speak. And to like give you an example, it's things like 
finding confidence, um, finding your purpose, aligning with your true purpose. And like, while these are all really beautiful things, like most people, they read those and they're like, okay, cool. But it doesn't have an emotional connection to them until you break it down and talk about like, what happens when you feel more confident? Like what changes in your life? Like maybe you start, you know, from, you know, you're at a family photo shoot and it used to be the worst day of the year because you're like, I hate what I look like. I hate looking at the photos afterwards. And now because you have this confidence, because you've worked with this amazing fitness coach, you're like, I love family photo day. I can't wait to get my pictures back. I look at all these memories, like just making those small shifts. So you're actually talking about how you're going to make somebody's life better. And when you do this in your content, it makes it more People are going to be more interested in it. They're going to engage with it and it's going to create shifts in their perception. So they're going to look at that and be like, whoa, that's possible for me. Like, mm-hmm. this is so like, it just, it, it really changes how you, how you show up and how people connect to your content when you get more specific. Yeah. I, I, I call that emotional investment is how yes. I talk about it. Right. Is like when you're, when you're, when you're getting below the surface level stuff and you're bringing in how it actually ties into their day-to-day life, then now they're emotionally invested into what you have to say. And then that emotional investment ends up equal, you know, most of the time ends up equaling an actual financial investment in your coaching. Yeah. Exactly. And it's amazing how oftentimes just that one shift in your content, like if you take one thing away from this um, episode and you get, and that one thing is to get more specific in your content, like that can be the thing that makes a huge difference between people reaching out to you and people not reaching out to you because they really can see what you can do for them. And also they know that you understand them when you're communicating those specific things. Like they're like, Oh, she gets me. Like she gets it. She knows what I want. Like she knows where I am. Like that is super powerful. And another type of, um, content or another way to make your content sort of pop is the way that you do value content. So this is super common for coaches. You know, they want to share all this amazing information that they have with the world. So like, I know so many things and I'm, I'm sure in particular in the fitness and health space, this would be relevant. So it's like, for example, saying something like five ways to lose 10 pounds, something like that. So it's like, you're showing up and you're providing value, but you're not really differentiating your brand or yourself from something someone can Google, you know? So it's like, they're seeing your content. They're just like, I don't know, like, Okay, sure. I've seen this a million times before, but if you make a shift by, you know, sharing your unique expertise on this. So by using the same example, like, um, five ways to lose weight, like instead of using that, you could say something along the lines of like, why you can't lose those last 10 pounds, like something where it's like, it's really showing like you've worked with clients that are trying to lose those last 10 pounds and you know, what holds people back. So only from your experience, can you create this content? Like you can't Google this content. This is coming from you, your expertise as a coach, and it totally changes the way people perceive you. So that as well, like when you do that kind of value content, it's going to get people like you're going to shift beliefs and that's going to allow them to see you as an authority that they want to work with. Right. Yeah. So instead of like the five ways to, what was it? Five ways, five ways to lose fat, right? Where like yeah. most, 
is, okay, we're going to list like you're not sleeping enough. You're not eating enough protein. Yes. You're not doing X, Y, and Z. It's like when you shift to here's why you can't lose the last 10 pounds. Now we're speaking, like you said, from your expertise. And you probably have a very specific client in mind that you're thinking of how you got her to lose those last 10 pounds. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like, this is content where you're still giving people a ton of value, but it's not something they can Google. And it's really a way, again, that you're just showcasing your expertise and kind of building that trust as well, because you're sharing like ways that they've maybe never heard before and things that are going to change their perception of why that they're struggling. And again, that's going to lead them to wanting to work with you because they're going to say, she knows how to do this in a way that I've never seen before. And like, I want that help. Yeah. And do you think trust is, is tied to like showing up as an authority? Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's like that word is really thrown around a lot now. Like, how do you show up as an authority? And like, really just to simplify it for you, it's showcasing your expertise, right? So this is a great way to do that. Like share value in a way that you've learned through your experiences. Or another great way to show your authority is to demonstrate a case study or like sharing a client story of how you took them from A to B and walking them through that process. Like those are two great ways to show authority, to showcase your expertise. And again, it creates that trust with, with those people that are considering working with you. Yeah. Thank you for getting specific on that. I love that you dove into a little bit more of like, okay, what does being an authority on Instagram actually mean? And then give some some specific examples there. I think that was super helpful. Good. One of the, um, one of the biggest questions that I get, right. is just like, uh, about Instagram and like how to use Instagram's analytic tools and, you know, how do we increase engagement and stuff like that? So how do you recommend that coaches use Instagram uh, analytics to track their success with their marketing efforts? Like, are you looking at the number of like, you know, what do you put a bigger emphasis on? Is it the number of saves? Is it the number of shares? Is it the number of profile views? Like, what do you take into consideration? Yeah. So for me, I would say like, like taking the assumption that most of your clients are, are selling like high ticket containers. So they're looking to have those like deeper conversations with people, like either in the DMS or on a sales call. Right. Absolutely. I would say like that, the, the, uh, metric that I track most often with coaches in this situation is profile views, because that signifies that this person is wanting more information about you and about your content in like in total, what you're all about. Cause they're taking the time to move away from that one piece of content and going to look at your profile. And then another metric would be like, if you have, um, for example, like your booking link is in your bio, or if you're doing like a particular offer and you have a sales page and you're directing traffic to that, it's like, are people actually clicking to those, you know, are you getting link clicks? Then you can kind of see like, oh, this post I got, you know, 12 link clicks, this one I got too. So we'll maybe, you know, we'll work on the messaging. We'll go, go with the one where we got the higher, higher metric there. And then of course, like, are people DMing you? Like, are they reaching out? Are they booking consult calls? Like, these are really the most important thing. Like, I don't want you to be buried in Instagram analytics because, you know, like that's for people like me. You don't like, you know, you don't need to be spending all your time doing that. So I would say like focus on profile views. That's something to look at that can help you out. Focus on link clicks if that's a goal of yours right now, or if you're just sending people to the DMs, 
that's a great source of um, data right there. Like, are people reaching out? Like if you're using a keyword, like DM me with sore if you want to learn more or whatever, like, are they DMing you that? Like what is working best for you and for your audience and just doubling down on, on what you see is working well and testing, like trying new things as well, of course, is important too. Yeah. I think an unknown metric too is like, if you do have people that are reaching out like cold to you, um, then I think asking about asking where they came from is something to do as well. Um, I've put a more emphasis on that um, recently is like, okay, when I'm having new followers join my page, I just simply ask like, Hey, how'd you find me? And you know, I'm finding it's from the podcast and it's from um, it's just like Instagram SEO. And it's like, okay, that's awesome because now we know those things work. Right. So like, um, so um upgrading like your Instagram bio is like important, making sure you're using key terms that like your ideal client uses. If she wants a fat loss coach, coach, make sure you're putting fat loss in your, in your bio. Right. Um, yeah, so exactly. As well. Yeah. I actually use that one as well. I'm really glad that you brought that up. That's such a good point. Like asking people, if you're not sure that can really help drive your efforts and that way you're not wasting time. Like you want to be doing the things that work for you and not spending too much energy on the things that don't. So that's that's a really good point. Yeah. Um, so how often, so let's like dive into the more like salesy stuff, okay? How yeah. often do you think that coaches should be talking about their offers and what they do? I think that, that this is pretty like a, I don't want to say it's like a hot topic, but I think that there's a lot of different opinions from business coaches out there on how often you should be talking about your offers. So what's your opinion? Okay. So here's my opinion. I think if you're someone that's selling evergreen, so you're continually selling, selling offers, you can really talk about it every single day in different ways. So whether that's in a live, in a post, on story, you know, those are the in a real, et cetera. Like you can really talk about it every single day. And one of the main reasons I recommend to do this is because you get better the more you do something. So like, yes, you could do it less. Um, but here's the thing, like, unless you're fully booked out or you're getting like tons of people flooding your DMs, like you could probably use a little bit of sharpening of skills on this. Right. So the more you do it, the more you feel confident. And like, honestly, I went through a period of like consistently selling every day for maybe like a few months. And after that, I don't have any kind of issues anymore showing up and talking about my offers. It was like, I just ripped off a bandaid. I went hard into it. And now I feel, I feel good about it. And interestingly enough, I hear from people all the time. Oh, you, you know, I love the way you sell. You never seem salesy. And at first I was like, Oh gosh, this is so salesy. But here's the thing. Like you're a coach, you're going to transform someone's life for the better. So when you show up and talk about how you can help them, you're serving them. Like I truly am one of the people that believe that selling is serving. So if you're a fitness coach or a health coach, like, wow, like the amazing transformations that you're going to help your clients go through. And if you're not out there talking about it, you're actually doing a disservice to them because they don't know what's possible because they're not hearing you talk about it. So my short slash long answer is every day. Every day. Every day. That's it. <laughs> in some in some way, shape, or form. And I think that like uh so just to like give the audience like maybe some examples is like yes. it's 
this isn't this doesn't have to be you showing up on your story and saying hey apply for my one-on-one coaching this could simply like be taking your your audience through a client transformation and sharing how you got them from a to b this can be you debunking a myth on how like keto is actually not solving your problem um so it's selling isn't necessarily hey buy my stuff no it's it's it can be indirectly just saying hey here's how fucking good i am at what i do (laughs) and here's why you should probably hire me as your coach exactly and like really most of your content should all be leading to your offer anyway so it's kind of like every little piece of thing that you do, you can sprinkle it in there, you know, like it's like, oh, and you know how we do this? We work together, sprinkle, 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 sprinkle. And then soon all those little sprinkles turn into a bunch of hot leads in your DM saying like, oh my gosh, I want this. Yep, exactly. I actually had um, a client who she like reached out to me And she's like, I just love how you talk about how good you are at what you do. And she's like, how do I do that without sounding needy? (laughs) I was like, thank you. That is like the biggest compliment ever. And and, and like you have already mentioned, it just comes with like getting those reps in. That's how I like to uh, talk about it with my clients. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, get, well, you know, they're fitness and health coaches. Uh-huh. So like get your reps uh-huh. in. Like your clients aren't good at working out and eating healthy right now. And you're not good at sales and marketing yet. But the more that we do it, the better we're going to get at it. Yeah, exactly. Practice, practice, practice. So any other tips on like how to sell without feeling, without like feeling salesy? We didn't. Yeah. I think like remembering your why, you know, if you need to come back to that several times a week, come back to that and just remember like you are serving people and lean into that. Like always lean into the outcomes of your offer. And when you're talking about how you help people, and that's kind of your focus through like transformational content, like exactly what you were saying about taking, you know, sharing exactly what you did with a client to help them go from A to B. Like these kinds of things will really help people see you as someone they can trust and be like, oh, wow, she's helping so many people. Like, I want that kind of help. And just reminding yourself again, like there's no such thing as perfect, you know, especially like think about Instagram stories. They disappear in 24 hours, right? And, you know, you're here to serve. Like you are not a bad person by wanting to sell. Like businesses sell every day you are a business, like there is no shame in that. And also like sidebar, if you do feel a little bit uncomfortable at first, just know that that's normal and it's part of the process. So just trust that, that, you know, you working with a coach like Angelina or myself, like we're going to help you with that because it's all part of the process and everybody feels it. So like, if you do feel a little bit uncomfortable, that's okay. And it's totally normal, but you will get better the more that you, you know, practice it as we, as we talked about. And again, just remembering that you're there to serve people. Like that's, that's the be all and end all at the end of the day. Exactly. When you're coming from that place of impact, not out of need, right? Like when you're feeling needy, like I need a client, I need this money, I need to hit this revenue goal. That's when you feel salesy. But when you are rooted in impact, you know that your coaching offers literally change people's lives. There's nothing salesy about that. There's nothing icky or gross about that because you're literally changing someone's life for the better. Yes. 
I have never had somebody say to me, oh, I wish you never had popped in my DMs. Oh, I wish I never had signed on coaching with you. But no. I have heard, I wish I had gotten so started sooner. I wish I had found yes. you sooner. Oh, yes, exactly. That is exactly the vibe. And that's the thing is like, you're doing transformative work. Like this is big, big shit. Like this is just, I don't know. This is, this is it. Like, this is why you're doing the work. You're helping people transform their lives. So and we need you. We need, we you, need coaches. you. Yes, exactly. So what if a coach is feeling like they're like doing everything and anything like they're showing up on stories and they're posting all the content and they still just feel like nothing's working. Nobody's asking me about my coaching services. Nobody's buying. Yeah. What would your advice be? Yeah. So the first thing is like, take a breath and like, know that this is again, like, um, totally normal to feel sometimes like nothing's working. And a lot of times momentum works like that. Like it takes time for your external efforts to like show up with all the thing that you're, or, or sorry, external validation to show up with all the effort that you're doing. So just knowing like, it's totally part of the process. But the first thing I kind of start with is like reflecting and like trying to take yourself out of the equation for a minute, which I know is hard, but let's say you're like mainly focusing on marketing yourself on Instagram. Like I would have a look at your recent content have a look in your story archive and actually see how much you're talking about your offer. Like this is so common. Like we, and like, especially when you start out, we show up, we talk about it once, we don't hear anything. And then like three, four or five a week, sometimes two weeks goes by and we realize like, oh my gosh, we actually haven't been talking about it as much as we thought. So mm -hmm. I think like going back to that and actually having a little bit of a self-assessment would be like the first thing I would recommend looking at that and actually being discerning, like, are you doing everything you said you were going to do? You know, this does, I'm not suggesting you burn out or like post seven times a week or anything like that. I'm just saying like, are you sticking to, you know, the amount of content you agree to, are you talking about your offer every day in some way, shape or form? Like, let's have a little reflection. And the second thing I would say to do is like always having more conversations. So like how many conversations are you actually having with people? If you increase your conversations, that usually translates to an increase in inquiries and an increase you know, in people that are actually interested in your services. So this is like a great way to nurture your, nurture your audience and move them into that, like actually considering working with you phase. Mm -hmm. So that's like the biggest thing is how, how much are you really talking about your offer? Like, can we get, you know, can we go deeper on this? Like, are you actually showing up and doing it regularly? And the second thing is if you really are doing everything, if you really are showing up, you really are talking about your offer, it's like, let's have more conversations. Let's focus on community. Let's focus on meeting some new people. That would be like the main things I would say to focus on. Yeah. I always say like people just want to feel seen, heard and understood. And yeah. like, while your content is great to help nurture that it's like, okay. Um, where they really feel that connection is when you're actually putting the time and effort to get to know them. What are their struggles? What are their goals? What are their values? You know, that's what really ties somebody to you and then, and then converts into wanting to work with you. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing is you just go into it thinking like, I want to help this person or I want to, um, you know, it's not about like going into a DM conversation. Let's say you don't have to go into it thinking like, oh, I need to close this person. Like, it's really about creating a relationship, like whether they turn into a friend, a client, 
you know, an Instagram friend, whatever the case may be. It's just about creating, creating a relationship and seeing if you can help this person, you know, like, how can you help this person? Like, how can you learn more about them? Like, Mm -hmm. that's really all it is. And it's actually amazing how many referrals and things like that can come out of these kinds of relationships too, or like collaborations, you know, that's a big one as well. So when you start having more conversations, like wonderful things can happen. So definitely, definitely focus on the conversations. Yeah. Even if, a even if somebody doesn't like end up being a client, like maybe they have a friend, a family member that they think would be a great ideal client for you. Maybe they've got networking, you know, opportunities for you, or maybe they're actually an expert in something that like ends up helping your business. You never yes. know what's on the other side of just starting a conversation. Exactly. Hence why me and Ava are here today. Exactly. Um, Proof in the pudding. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to wrap this up for you guys. Um, I just want Ava to take us through just like some big common mistakes that she's seeing um, with coaches when they're trying to sell their services on Instagram and how can we, you know, maybe avoid those mistakes and, and, and learn from those. Let's learn from our failures. Right. I would say like one of the first thing is first things I notice very often is I go to your profile and it's not clear what you do. And you might think it's clear, but usually it's like, there's just a lot of vagueness going on. I look at your profile. I don't know who you help. I don't know how you do it. I don't know who you are. I'm confused. So that's a big mistake. I'm confused. (laughs) I'm confused. What's going on here? Um, Second is only sharing, you know, those kind of like value educational posts, like what we already talked about before the like 10 ways to lose weight or 10 ways to burn fat or whatever, like just being super sur- surface level with your content and not showing your personality, not showing your authority and not really showing people that you have what it takes to help them. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say another common thing is spending too much time talking about the before or pain points. And while I think this is important, you really want to focus more on the outcome, like touch on the pain points and use the pain points to, you know, direct towards that outcome, that possible transformation. But if anything, spend more time talking about what's possible Mm. versus where they are. Cause sometimes people can just feel like it's a mirror, like they're just mirrored back. Like, Oh yeah, that's where I am. But like, so what, you know, like to really, really reach those most empowered clients, I would say to focus on the outcome. And again, like, I know we've said this already, but like not talking about how you really help people enough. So not having that super clear messaging and not really being able to communicate that. So just the clearer you can get, the better. Um, And being too vague in general. So this is just, again, being too surface level, using what I call as coach speak and not breaking any of those things down in a way that people can really see themselves in. Mm -hmm. relate to connect to on that deep level exactly love that well thank you so much Ava this has been an awesome podcast Um, I think my coaches are going to learn a ton a ton a ton and I will drop your um, Instagram handle in the show notes for everyone to go and follow Ava Ava's got some badass uh, content over there I I do I resonate with it I love it it stands out um, definitely gives you that feel that um of like who you are and what you do and and just like the mission that you're on so thank you so much it's been so great and it's been such a wonderful conversation all right guys this has been the unapologetic coach go out and make your impact